Please turn it anyway, a podcast all about our gaming group and our ever-increasing goal on establishing the most VPs. I'm JP, your current first player, and I'm joined by other players Tambo. Hello. Becky. Hi. And of course Adrian. Hello. And whether you love them or hate them, we're chatting all about expansion theory. Not the deep and meaningful debate about the expanding universe, but the other one, the board games expansions. Extra all good. bits. Extra bits, more bits, and even more cardboard. But anyway, Tambo. Yep. It's been a while since I've seen you on an episode. It has. Yeah, we've kind of like ships that cross the night or whatever. I've actually been on when you play one. No, no, I don't think it yeah, was. No, because I was the uh, did the first four episodes yeah. and you didn't turn up till whenever it was episode. Yeah. Adrian, I think it was, wasn't it? First yeah, one? you yeah. wingspan. I think wingspan. Wingspan. Yeah. 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 So like six, seven, eight, episode eight or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You wanted. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Brilliant. <laughs> but how you been, mate? Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All good. Good. How about you guys? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Thought I was getting a bit of a cold. Did a COVID test. I've not got COVID. Result. So that's good. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. And Adrian, you've been on the last one, so... Uh, yeah, it's not, yeah, well, not long ago. Yeah. So. And I saw you yesterday. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so. The day before, maybe. No, maybe not. No, I don't think yeah. so. Well, I certainly didn't see you, <laughs> yeah. but... I was spying. I was spying on you. Anyway, shall we get on with the show? Let's do it. Turn two, and it's time to talk about Hex, all the games we've played. So I'm going to go first, because okay. why not? It's my why last not? episode as first player, so I'm, I'm taking control of what I can. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk about a game we played on Friday with uh, Curly, Davey, and Ian. Ian played a game. Ian played a game, wow. which mm. is just a monumental feat in itself. So yeah, that was Endless Winter, or as okay, uh, yeah. Curly likes to call it, Ice Age. Um, but there's no little squirrel thing that's running after nuts. That is a missed opportunity, isn't it? It is, although Although, they have a promo card with it in. Fair enough, that makes sense. So that's quite nice. That's That's cool. cool. Anyway, what is Endless Winter? Endless Winter is kind of set in the Ice Age, Paleo-American kind of era, um, where you kind of play as these tribes, or developing your, your kind of tribes throughout various different eras of the game, getting as many victory points as you can. If you have a look at Endless Winter, or look at any videos of it, You'd look at it and go, Jesus Christ, it's like there's bits everywhere. So it's not like, you know, normal games, you get one board and everything's just collated on one board. In this game, you've got like a little mini board where you do your actions. You've got a hex map, Catan-esque, like off to the side. You've got this uh, thing called a megalith board where you're putting tiles on that's completely separate. You've got another board it does look like a spanking paddle i'm not gonna lie that's where the uh, the animals go and there's another there's another track where you uh, kind of raise up the the honor and so there's like five or six different kind of bits and so when you're setting the game up you're like where do i put all this stuff you know uh, it's normally it's all kind of predefined it's a board and you just plonk it down so that bit's a bit kind of weird um so like when you're coming to the game you kind of don't know where to look. You like to look here, look here and here, but obviously as you play, it all kind of connects and makes sense. So essentially what you're doing in the game, it's like a light, I call it a deck build. It's not not a deck builder as such. It's kind of a deck curation game. It's a bit like um, the Dune Imperium, Lost Ruins of Arnak style yeah. deck uh, building, if you want to call it that. And essentially you're just trying to um, kind of do a variety of different actions in the game. So the main board's kind of split into four main columns. And the idea is that you put your little chief and all your little uh, kind of workers on there and you can either kind of recruit more chiefy, not chiefy, but uh, tribe people into your clan 
which all the different cards that do different things. You can kind of develop your culture and your tribes. So they're like special cards that are in this row, which will uh, help you just give you these little kind of strong bonuses that you can play um, at the start of your turn every round. Love those culture cards, they're awesome. And you can uh, migrate, so this is where you kind of interact with the map part of the, the board and you can kind of move your huts around and develop villages um, on, on the uh, kind of uh, map. And the last piece is hunting, so you can kind of go after the animals and you know, on bash, the spanking. Bash, we're on the spanking board, yeah, and then bash them on the head and then eat them if you want to. So, yeah, you kind of get to do like the action as many times as you can. You spend labor off your cards, so every card that you have has a, a certain amount of labor that you can kind of pay. So, you can kind of go heavy in one action, which will leave you quite light in your second and third action of the round, yeah. or you can kind of spread it around and, and do whatever you kind of do there. But it's just a nice game, really had a good fun, um, proper, I'll say a proper first multiplayer version of the game and I think most of the people enjoyed it which was quite nice until yeah. he said he did he sounded up yeah. for another game yeah absolutely so. and uh, I think like with most games I mean Curly just stonked it Davey yeah. just stonked it standard standard yeah it's getting a bit boring now isn't it? let's be honest <laughs> but um, yeah I, I fundamentally uh, didn't have enough tools so in the game tools is a resource that you need for everything so you need tools to kill animals you need tools to build huts you need tools to initiate tribe people and if you don't get enough of them you just it's quite restrictive yeah and as always was like oh i should have got more tools or tool generation uh kind of culture cards and stuff like that but yeah it's uh good fun i really enjoy it and because i got the old kickstarter one there's those little modules in there um that do also different things there's a little mammoth that you can kind of play around with why not it's a woolly nice. mammoth <laughs> cool um and yeah rivers and rafts cave paintings where you can literally draw um like a i'd say kind of a roll and write but that kind of um dry erase marker that's what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. you can draw like lines and then you'll kind of circle around certain bonuses and benefits as if you are in the cave drawing cave yeah. pictures but yeah mm -hmm. interesting game Curly said i'd really like it he I was, think you he, would actually. Yeah, he, he said this is definitely one that I would yeah. be interested in. Yeah, it's it's kind of in that that middle weight. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. It's just like like I said at the start when you look at it, you go, Jesus, what the hell is this? But <laughs> that's what, what I felt about Di uh, Dinosaur Island. Too many uh, things. To be fair, that's worse. Too many things. Too many clashing yeah, colours. Dinosaur Island's supposed to be heavier. <laughs> yeah. It, mm. it, oh, okay. I don't think it, it's it's an easy game. It's just a lot to look at. It's a sprawling. Mm. There's so many mm. boards, and your mm -hmm. focus is like on phase one there, phase two, and then this yeah. there. You kind of. I don't know, it's like watching a tennis match, isn't it? Like yes. your neck going yeah, left definitely. and right all throughout <laughs> the game. Whereas this one's not so bad and you can kind of see the connections very quickly off the action. So you know where you're looking, you know what to do. So Endless Winter, I recommend it. I'm yeah, I want to play it. Play it some more, um, yeah. definitely. So Maybe, no offence to Curly and David, we should get a game about them. And see yeah. how it screws. I'm up for that. Give, yeah. someone else, <laughs> give someone else a chance to win. Yeah. <laughs> no, just just without them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Only joking, guys. Uh, but that's me. Who wants to go next? I played Clank Catacombs for the first time. First time playing any kind of Clank game. Really loved it. Really, really loved it. Really easy to understand. Fun, cool little tokens. Um, you're basically exploring a dungeon, aren't you, really? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, deck builder. Typical deck builder. It is a deck builder. Yeah. But this one Trash, is a deck builder. Trash your rubbish yeah. cards, get good ones, yeah. um, earn loot, get loot, walk around, try not to die in the deep <laughs> caverns, and uh, get out and win. Yeah. Uh, it was really good fun. You, you had a big smile on your face I did have a big, game, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually won a game. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah unbelievable. 
How, you, how do you die? Do you do you traps? Well, them? it starts off. Oh, you think, well, I'm never going to get any damage on here. I've got loads of health. This is for oh, 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 and it kind of ramps up quickly. Basically, whenever you create noise, clanking yep. around, you put little tokens on the board. Every time a particular icon on a card is drawn, so you're drawing these like as you pick up your other cards, more cards are revealed. Sometimes they've got pictures of dragons on. They've got a picture of a dragon on. All those kind of generated clanks go in a bag. Right. And then you draw an amount out of the bag. So some of them are going to be just black cubes, which are just dragon cubes, nothing happens. And then increasingly, they're going to be your cubes as well. So if they then come out, then they go on your health. They kind of reduce your health. So the more you're clanking around, the more... more uh, and the, the kind of further on the game goes, the more cubes you draw out each time. Then when someone does die in the game, every time it would have been their turn, you draw more cubes out. So you go from having... No damage, no damage, a couple of damage, six so, damage, eight damage, nice. ten damage. How am I getting out of this dungeon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really fun and it yeah, it ramps up very quickly. Yeah, the and best I really enjoyed it. The best cards in the game tend to have clank generation. So the powerful ones are like, Yeah, you can do all this cool stuff and get rich but, you but, you're, but you're gonna make, you make a lot of noise. noise. Right. So, yeah. so, so, so you need a ways yeah. of kind of reducing yeah. clank um before it goes in that bag. Because obviously, usually what happens is you go, yeah, I can take three clank off. Oh, it's already in the bag, shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like two away from death. And then all of a sudden, I managed to get rid of like four four of my, you know, damage tokens all at once. I was like, wow, I'm now the least damaged. This is amazing. And fortunately, just happened at the right time. And everyone else got absolutely mashed. And I managed to run out of the dungeon. So I was sort of the winner by proxy really nice but yeah. that's clank that like, was brilliant clank. i yeah. loved it it was great yeah like greed is a thing in this game yeah. right you you think oh, i could just get another 20 victory points if i just keep looting and keep going deeper and deeper and then you get to the point where you can't get out you can't get out quick and you're too deep yeah. and there's a big rule and it's in all clank versions usually there's a line on the board but in this version it's all t- like modular tiles um, and if you get above the line or to out the depths, basically, and if you get killed, you can still keep your, your loot yeah. and keep your victory points. So essentially, you get rescued. Um, you get more victory points if you make it out alive. Mm. Um, you get a mastery token, I believe it's called. But yeah, and just trying to get above the line is just like, come on, I just need to get. Because <laughs> yeah. movement is all denoted by your cards that you're playing. So as the game I had, I had no movement cards hardly ever <laughs> I was just stuck in this room just going I don't know what to do um, and just couldn't move anywhere so I, I was one of the fatalities yeah well you were the first fatality I think weren't you yeah. so then every time it comes <laughs> yeah. to, but then every time it comes to you you're then helping murder everybody else so it is quite fun still it isn't a case of oh well I'm out now that's it pointless you're then you know adding to people's damage which is quite funny yeah so, so. it kind of escalates the game doesn't it and, yeah. and, and I think you're right You you can get kind of killed there is an elimination aspect to the game but you're just laughing at everyone else's expense to be fair and you know the game's <laughs> wrapping up in 10-15 yeah, minutes that's yeah. it it's There's not a long game no, no, so not cool. after one person is, no. is gone then it's all very much very quick. quick run out get moved uh, go yeah. really good really enjoyed it really easy to um, understand and follow which is good for me um, we taught a new player at the time so that was really yeah. It really well two new players at, at once, and the game didn't probably take much longer than it probably would yeah. have done had we not had two new players. So that was really good. 
Joel from Devon Dice, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, thanks for that, Joel. If you've not listened to his podcast, he likes that game just a little bit. He loves a bit of Clank. All versions of Clank. He's got them all, hasn't he? He's got them all by (laughs) the sounds of it. Base Clank. I think he had Clank in space, but sold that. Clank Legacy. He's actually played through two copies of it, he said. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can't can't get through an episode. He's like you and Too Many Bones. Just every episode has a mention (laughs) of of Clank in it. We're contracted, mate. That's all it is. (laughs) He sold it to me. I would definitely be looking for a a version of that. And I think I'd go for the Catacombs because I liked the kind of modular aspect of the kind of map building. I liked that. That was my first player, Catacombs. And yeah, just to kind of explain that, the map's all based on tiles rather than a fixed board so that you're literally exploring as you go. And actually... It's it's not a massive change to the game. The games is exactly the same, although they they twist some of the the, the kind of rules uh, along with it. But I think it makes such an improvement because that that map and dungeon is just going to be so different. Mm. And certain cards when they get revealed in the dungeon road will say if you're on your own on a tile, it spins round. Then suddenly you're like, so, yeah. oh, so you had a great yeah. a great way out, and now all of a sudden, yeah. oh, the labyrinth is, is <laughs> yeah. kind of like, oh my god, I'm gonna get out now, and then but they're yeah. like little teleportation zones you can get yeah. around, but yeah, yeah it changes nice, everything. Yeah, nice yeah. use of a modular board that is. Yeah, yeah, really liked it. Good Will stuff. be on my list. Oh, I know you're gonna get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> okay, who's next? Yeah, I'll go next. So um, I've managed to play a game of Batman Talisman. On the weekend, yeah. Um, so that you had a family day, didn't you? Yeah, big family day. Um, I played it two player with my nephew, and it was it was good then. I quite enjoyed it. But I thought it'd be better to have more players, so I thought as I got five people there, yeah, give it a go of five people. So yeah, uh, put it on the table. The, the board's impressive. Um, the figurines were really really detailed. They're really good actually. Um, and it was a little bit long winded, in my <laughs> yeah. opinion. Yeah. So yeah. it's an old school roll and move. Like everyone who plays Parent Talisman knows, and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It's very bat. The the Batman aspect's brilliant, and the, the whole idea of it is good. So you start off the bottom of the Arkham Asylum in the first level, and you got your work your way up to c- control room to defeat Batman. And so then you play the villains, there. You, you play as the villains, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you, if you roll a one, you move Batman around the board, and the person who rolls one decides where he goes. Okay. Yeah. And then you just obviously stitch other people up. Um, yeah, it was. It was how can I say it? It was. Hard work, I think. <laughs> yeah, you uh, just like you got to you got to level up your strength so you get as strong as Batman. Because Batman gets harder every level you go up. Mm. So you got to get make sure you can roll better than him to defeat him. Yeah, and it just seems like we none of us were really getting our strengths or cunning up, and it took age. Seems to take ages. Um, I mean, I was getting there, and then I went up into the third level, and I realised if I go up, I lose a health. I only have one health left, and I died. Oh. Yeah, I mean, made a bad mistake. Yeah. I didn't, couldn't really do a rewind because <laughs> it would be cheating, so I had to start again. And then after that, I don't know, it just seemed to really, really drag along. How long um, did it go on for? Uh, so probably about four hours. And we still oh. didn't complete it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we still didn't do it because we had to have dinner and stuff. And I just, yeah. we just, yeah. you just My niece up. had a go at the Fiend Batman in the middle, and she just couldn't do it, bless her. She was, it was just, she had to roll a two or a three. And, and How old's your niece? Um, good question, 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, so um, I think I'd like to try it with us, like uh, more mature people, because I think a lot of the time when my brother in law didn't know what he was doing, bless his cotton socks, but he was just going around trying to heal all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. not the aim of the game, the aim of the game is to get your boost your stats up mm. to, to get in the middle, and it was all a bit nice sometimes because you didn't want to get Batman with this person, or yeah, well, we're not nice. And when right? you're in the same spot, <laughs> I'm not going to punch you and take your stuff, I'm just going to do the, do the room instead. But when it feels us, we'll be like. <laughs> yeah. beating each other yeah it might yeah, go a bit yeah, yeah. better and it'll be a bit more tactical maybe but um yeah no no but um I will give it up a go yeah but um yeah so that's what I play at the weekend 
Yeah, I think it's just an old system, isn't it? The talisman. It's been around. Oh, I don't know how many years, but a long 1980 time. 1980 Yeah, I remember the original one with the, the really shonky-looking board. Yeah. Because um, I think I got given it second-hand when I was about 11 or 12, and that was my lasting memory, was just going round and <laughs> round and round this board and going, right, I've got to find this item or whatever it was or get these bits and pieces together so I can go unlock the next bit or whatever. And I just, yeah, it just seemed to go on forever. Yeah. And then since then, obviously, they've had sort of, New, slightly newer updated rules and I think they've had a Harry Potter version and they've had the Batman version and I want to say something else as well but so they and it sells like it seems to sell people mm. people do seem to like it but yeah as I say I haven't played it in Yonks and the last time I played it I'd have still been at school and just my mm. lasting memory of that game will be going around in circles for hours yeah no no yeah. Yeah. Well, on the sale pile then potentially potentially yeah. I'm going to try it with the gaming group hopefully put our yeah. session up and try and get it on and see how it goes thanks T uh, Adrian yeah so um, as sort of Becky alluded to we went down to the Cranbrook gaming day um, so which is actually in Rock Bear I think but near Cranbrook cra- near Cranbrook yeah. so but yeah they do a game they do a Sunday uh, it seems to be like they're going to do it every couple of every couple of months now mm. like they've already just announced mm. the next one they meet up every Thursday anyway, but they seem to get a few more people in on the Sunday. Um, and yeah, I went there last time and uh, really enjoyed it, but sort of hung up with the same group, sort of yeah. nervously, not knowing many people, kind of or met, sort of introduced myself, met Joel and that there. And then we stuck around for that group for the whole day. And this yeah. time I was like, I'm just going to go and see what games are out there that I like to look at, yeah, look good. of and uh, go and play that. And the first one was Earth. So we'll be delivered to Kickstarter backers soonish, probably about now as the episode's going out. Yeah. Um, and Paul Grogan, um, having sort of got it and done an unboxing video, brought it to the games day, and it's great. Is the <laughs> long and short of it. So, what is it? Essentially, you've got an island that you're going to grow these plants on as like it's a bit abstract in that sense of you're not, you're not a person going around growing, you're an ecosystem that's growing these plants mm-hmm. and you've also got different terrain types and they all give you bonuses, sort of, it's part way between Terraforming Mars, Ares Expedition and Wingspan. If you Yay. kind of push them together, that is kind of what it's like. So you start off and you'll have two, like a, a card that's got two sides on it and it's two different, like, unique player powers to start with. Um, on both sides of each so one's your island and one's your environment and they kind of start and dictate where you're going to go a little bit like prelude from mm-hmm. terraforming mm-hmm. mars sort mm-hmm. of thing it'd be like oh draw 12 cards and you've got to discard four of them and discarding is actually really useful so it's called composting nice and that each composted card gives you a victory point at the end of the game so actually mm-hmm. discarding stuff isn't a bad thing yeah and you'll get abilities or you can get abilities that then allow you to take cards out of compost and it will give you two soil which is like the primary resource in the game to buy stuff with and so it's kind of you know i'm giving up a victory point but then i get to do something or whatever um so you get those powers to start with and you have what is essentially a four by four grid it's not on a board or anything like that you just have to know that you're allowed a four by four grid so the first plant or terrain you play just kind of goes in the middle of this blank area you've got on the table mm-hmm. and then 
over the game you can decide is that card going to end up in the bottom right hand corner or the top left because you build the cards up around it and you're just never allowed to go bigger than a 4x4 grid which okay. is really mm -hmm. exciting and interesting like takes that wingspan sort of yeah. three rows five Plateau, columns kind of. sort of thing mm. and it, it allows you to much more play a much more intricate sort of puzzle game of oh, quite like that. things yeah. it's yeah. like oh if things are orthogonally adjacent you get bonuses and if things are diagonally adjacent you get bonuses or if things are in a row you get to That's do stuff and so you can kind of build it up and it's got essentially what are tags from terraforming mars so it's got you know it's got frost symbol or a mountain symbol or like a water symbol to suggest humid climate and stuff like that and so it'll say oh all of your like i had one that was all of your frost cards cost one less mm -hmm. and so then i start building up lots of frost cards and i had if you've got trees um diagonally you get five points per that and so you start and build up this 16 by 16 grid and the way you do that is you've got four actions there's planting is the first one which is where you put down cards onto your 16 by 16 grid there's gain soil and resources there is um grow sprouts so little sort of cubes <laughs> essentially think of them like eggs on wingspan okay. if you yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. just a little spot you're allowed so many of them you can pop one on and then that's a victory point at the end for every sprout you've got and then they've got another mechanic similar to that called growth and essentially each plant so not the terrains but each plant has a space and it will say this can go four high so you you can grow up your plant by like stacking these little tokens on top of each other when you get to the top one it's then worth more victory points so each little stack is worth a victory point but if you get four high it might it'll say well when you get to your fourth high because that's all you're allowed on this one or two high on that one or whatever it is you'll get seven victory points so it's almost like you know with eggs on mm -hmm, wingspan mm -hmm. to kind of put it into things if you fill up your egg you know your bird yeah. with eggs yeah. you would get more victory points for having done that and so it also sort of encourages you to fill up one card mm -hmm. but again you've got things that will say ah oh, anything in this row can have a growth on it if you activate yeah so, so it's a nice verticality with it as well as like yeah and it comes off the table because yeah. you're stacking mm. things on top yeah. of each other so it looks you've got these little green cubes and then you've got these little stacks of growths and you're building this little grid it looks really impressive as mm. you're playing and yeah i think people who have backed it i'm a bit gutted i haven't backed it now but i think so people have, I. <laughs> it does sound pretty good it sounds sounds awesome. great. Yeah. i think people who've backed it are going to be if they like that kind of as i say like aries expedition engine building and sort of selecting an action yeah. mixed with that wingspan build up a grid with bonuses for having similar Chase types of thing whatever, and yeah. the whole putting eggs and tucking food and all that kind of stuff um if you like all of those things from those two games i think you're gonna love earth mm. because it's just got all of that in one puzzle i'll probably be picking that up when it Sounds hits retail good. it does sound good it does. Mm. there we go yeah that's the games we played yeah sorry tambo yeah a <laughs> <laughs> great more fun than i did yeah brilliant. yeah yeah good let's go on with it Okay, it's time for the main event and we're going to talk about expansions. I have a reputation. You in do. This group, you yeah. absolutely <laughs> do. And it's well founded. It is well founded mm -hmm. and I can't hide from it, to be honest. And having looked at my board game geek collection, just seeing actually how many expansions I have, I think I said it on a, was it, uh, another episode. <laughs> most of the collection is expansions um, <laughs> but then I do have like Marvel Champions and Too Many Bones and there's just lots of you know packs and things Extras. that are classed as expansions um, so it's probably it looks worse than it actually is 
No one's believing. I was going to say, no, you no, no one's believing yourself. Me. I keep telling myself that. So I thought, you know, why not do a, an episode on it? And okay, well, what what should we talk about expansions? But yeah, just just the general kind of topic of expansions, what they do to the game, what types of expansions you can get, um, and you know, examples of some good ones, examples of maybe some not so good ones. Like there is any bad expansions, come on. Um, and yeah, just have a bit of a chat because I think it's quite an interesting conversation piece anyway and why they exist and kind of how they come about and, and actually what they do for um, people like me who likes to collect everything. I was going to say, um, the trouble is with you, you're a completist, aren't you? Yeah. So if there is a thing, a version, like, like I'm only different, but if, if there yeah. is a, oh, he's got this one. And you've got some of the others. You have to have so the. Well, why don't yeah. I have this? Yeah. yeah so. I'm surprised you've stopped as early as you have with Marvel Champions. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. yeah. You've got the whole I on that. <laughs> now you've gone further. I've got, I've got everything. Yeah. So <laughs> I haven't missed one yet. I had to stop. I had to stop. But we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So let's talk about what is an expansion. If anyone doesn't know, I'm sure most of these people listening know what an expansion is. But I mean, essentially. It's, uh, as the name suggests, it's uh, kind of an add-on to uh, an existing base game, which can change the game up, it can add more stuff, it can do all sorts of different things. So it's essentially what publishers like to do when they want to, <laughs> you know, cynically, earn mm-hmm. more money out of an existing IP, um, or maybe that they uh, certain designers or even fans of um, certain games have come up with some really unique and great ideas to put certain twists on, on existing games just to kind of keep them refreshed, keep them, people playing them, keep people buying them and, and all sorts of different things. So kind of what I've done is, is categorize what I think are the different types. And I'll just quickly run through them and maybe we can kind of circle back and give some examples on, on those different types. So ones I've got here, and feel free to, to chip in if I've missed any, um, you've got the more players expansion, right? Mm-hmm. So that is typically ones that just add more players to the game. Cause usually they might have a four player game and then a lot of people are like, why is it not five? Why is it not six? Yeah. And they add a fifth or sixth player with extra components to uh, to sort that out. So you've got that one. You've got like a modular expansions uh, where it'll, it'll add lots of different modules that you can kind of turn on and off in a game. You can kind of throw them in, mix and match. Doesn't really change the base game per se, just kind of adds some bolts on. What I'll probably call a bolt on. You've got ones that are like integration. So expansions which fully integrate into the base game and actually changes some of the base game mechanics so that you not that you don't recognize it but they all twist certain things mm. and um and, and yeah definitely change it for the better hopefully those, those tend to be like a complete you know all, all, compared to the modules which you can add little bits as yeah. you want to the the fully the, the integration one. ones tend to be like this is a whole unit you add it all together on on a tool yeah, sort of thing. all or nothing mm. you can't pick and choose i like that bit and i don't like that bit because the whole thing wouldn't work so yeah. it tends to yeah definitely be an all or nothing you've got like a more stuff more content expansion so it's literally it's not changing the the mechanics per se more variability more variety more cards uh, all those kind of things <laughs> usually a lot of cards mm-hmm. um and then you've got like errata so errata being um what i call like fixes uh balance tweaks yeah. changes uh and all those kinds of things those are the types that i can think of uh then if you guys can kind of think of any more well, expansions that give you more scenarios basically okay like more stories, more stories yeah, yeah like content, content story content con- story content expansions yeah, yeah. kind of makes sense yeah i guess you've kind of got adjacent to that sort of spin-offs of things so um, let's think something like say ticket to ride mm. so it's not really an expansion but it's like a little a little variance 
Yeah. So you like more maps and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you can't read. They are new, completely different games, really. But you probably wouldn't just buy one of the others. You'd probably buy that. Oh, I like the original. I like the original, so I'm going to buy Ticket to Ride Europe. Or oh, Ticket to Ride's an interesting one because you've got Ticket to Ride and Ticket to Ride Europe, and then Ticket to Ride Europe and Ticket to Ride tend to then have a load of add-on maps that you yeah. buy just as mm-hmm. map packs. So you've got the spin-off game. And then all the expansions that go with each spin-off yeah. game. So yes, I can see what you're saying, but yeah. you do also have that's not to be confused with just buying more map packs that <laughs> yeah. you absolutely yeah. can yeah. with. Now, all I was going to add is that a lot of these games don't come. It just adds more players. It just adds they, modules. Yeah. It normally, especially with the errata, them, especially with the errata ones, quite often they are here's some content, and part of that content fixes our balance issue. Yes, mm. um, and therefore it's. I mean, from a again cynical point of view, it's at least it's a kind of way of hiding them, putting their hands up and going, "Yeah, we well, got this wrong the first time out the door." <laughs> yeah. But also, yeah, they tend to be like, especially the the ones that come to mind, especially are the uh, player expansions, adding more players, and the errata expansions. Yeah. They tend to come with a host of more stuff to, so that it's not here. Spend ten pound fixing the thing we didn't put, get right in the first place. Mm-hmm. It tends to be then spend thirty five pound and we fix the thing and you get more. You're not wrong. Yeah. No, honestly, you're not wrong because we've all seen that. Which is, here's five cards, just bin the ones they replace. You yeah. know, they yeah. they've tweaked it. Yeah. You could argue, well, they've changed that because the expansions tweak the rules. Sometimes, sometimes they do. Sometimes. Sometimes they do because they add a new resource that this expansion is introducing. Yeah. For example, or a but, new yeah. keyword or something like that, and it's like, well, yeah. you in which case you need. I guess it doesn't have to be cynical though, does it? It it's it it could be just this has been play tested by the general public now yeah. so much more oh yeah and we have discovered that there's this little crazy secret combo that curly's discovered that's wrecked it for everyone now so we have to kind that's of all games that's <laughs> <laughs> be fair there's always a secret he's scenario wor- he's, he's worked out, out the 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 you know death combo <laughs> so now we have to make that not a thing so now i mean kind of going just quickly through them i mean um the Kind of going back to the more players expansion, the ones that kind of examples, we bring some examples to the table for people like Clank, like you just played. Yeah. Um, Clank has a, a an expansion called the Adventuring Party, which literally adds the five or six players into the game. Um, also, it adds asymmetrical powers, asymmetrical decks. So, but you it, could just probably <clears throat> do it just with five players or six players, yeah, because right? it comes with the base decks as well. Like, so you, you can optionally play with either mm. or, but as Adrian's point, you can't just buy the fifth and sixth standard decks yeah. you have to buy that yeah, a lot. lot so you've got to kind of want to uh, to buy these things and, and as you say you can't always pick and choose you just get what you get and you either buy it or you don't right so that's kind of my examples I think um, Blood Rage was another one that kind of popped into my head I think they had a uh, is it a fifth player expansion I don't have it no but I think yeah. Rising Sun certainly did Sun. Um, yeah. which added a load of extra stuff and then just sort of said and you have a fifth player yeah Barrage is another one they did a, a fifth player expansion for. Uh, I mean, the, the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. So, uh, again, I tend not to buy these expansions so much because I often find that they're best at the base player count. Yeah. And the exceptions for that are if you are if you are taking simultaneous turns. So my favourite two player expansions are Quacks of Quedlinburg, yeah. which adds a fifth player with the first expansion box, or the second, I think, either way. But you're doing everything at the same time, so it doesn't slow down the game, doesn't yeah. really change yeah, the pace play, right? or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. And it's a wonderful world. And again, mm-hmm. you are drafting and building all at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
and I think that's the right way to do it. There are a couple of others, but for the most part, anything else that adds players, I tend to think to myself, it's distorted the game mm. longer than it needs to be, perhaps. Like, it's yeah. added 45 minutes to put it on. So I tend to not really go after those. But like even, like, Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle, I'd never play that four-player, but they've added a fifth. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, But there are games out there like that. And some of them, like the first ever expansion I ever really sort of saw was the uh, Pillars of the Earth. Mm-hmm. I added a fifth player. At the time, we have regularly had five players. And so, yeah, in hindsight, maybe it's not the best expansion to add a fifth player of best game. But at the time, our gaming group was five players and mm. we loved that game. So yeah. the fact that it took an extra half hour, 45 minutes, and there's a load of extra rules to explain didn't bother us. Yeah. And I think mm. that's kind of down to personal preference, right? Is mm-hmm. Do you love that game and is your ga- gaming group continuously one player more? Yeah. Than... yeah. <laughs> a lot of times some gaming groups can just be five players. And yeah. then it gets awkward and you can yeah. only play up to four. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, I wish it had a fifth player. But you're right, some games just don't work as well. The, no. the, the downtime between Slow turns is just, stuff. you know, you're waiting 20 minutes and you're like, yeah. oh, kill me now. I just mm. want to take the go. Yeah. The good ones, Lords of Water Deep, have Scoundrels of Skullport. That yeah. gives an extra player. Yes. But you have to play the expansion to play all five players. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's like a nice integration one, was, isn't it? I wouldn't play without it now. No. It always has to go in. I've never played it without it. And yeah. I can't imagine it I wouldn't it play the base it. game anymore because of that expansion. Yeah. And you, yeah. know, you guys now put both in at the same time, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, yeah. Got all, right all You've got to put it all in. There's yeah. a lot more contention with it. More shelves. Corruption. Corruption's the best part That's about it. That's amazing. Yeah. Becky's uh, obligatory Zuli mention. That obviously adds it adds up to six players with the uh, little expansion, the little expansion. Got. Yeah, yeah but which it, is now base now it, yeah it's in part of the base yeah, yeah. Um, and that doesn't really affect time I don't think necessarily not really um, and it does have a few more animals but yeah, like, yeah. I don't think that really affects stuff no because again you're, you're drafting and playing yeah, exactly. the same might add a little bit to your draft round but yeah. other than that it's there isn't it it's the new wingspan one as well isn't there Asia. I haven't the played the Asia flock mode. Yeah, I just I've, I haven't played. Adrian it yet, says flock off. I struggle. <laughs> I love wingspan, but five players is quite long between turns. Yes, yeah. I so totally another agree. player. I mean, or two players actually, isn't it? Another two. Yeah, players. it's up to yeah. seven. 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 And like, it's kind of an interesting way of doing it. I just can't see myself being like, we've got seven players. Let's play wingspan. So essentially, they separate you into two groups: a group of four and a group of three. Right. And you turn a dial every turn, and it tells you which players get to go because obviously the group of three goes quicker than the group of four. So, like, I think one of the groups ends up with downtime. I can't quite remember what it was, but I looked at it and I remember thinking, nah. that's when I looked at that game, that's not what I thought it would need more of, was no. more, more players. players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, the two-player version, yeah. I might buy that expansion because of the two-player v- version. It looks really good, but, yeah, I couldn't... It, it blew my mind that they yeah. were like, now you can play it with, with seven. seven. I was yeah. like... Was there many people asking? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine. Spam? I can't imagine that. When I was putting it in the nesting box, I was kind of all Do those, this all this those bits. On the bottom. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I did. I was looking at the yeah the duet mode. It's like oh that that might be interesting, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll potentially give it a go at some point, but the, definitely not in the flock. Mode. I think Wingspan's a great example actually how it kind of covers some of these categories because it has the more stuff content one with the European expansion right, which yeah. is literally you want more birds, you've got more birds, even more birds and eggs, <laughs> and, and basically you just chuck in more and more birds. And then the is it Oceania, which it. actually then twists the, it yeah. twists yeah. the game the a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I've never played it yet, but it doesn't but. change it too much. That's what I like about it. It doesn't really it. it I think they realised, oh, the, the food thing is a real bind with this. Yes. Maybe some people love that that brain break. I do not. It annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you've got this nectar as this kind of sort of wild card thing, really like that. So it doesn't change the game 
massively. Mm -hmm. It just, I don't want to say makes it easier. It just makes the kind of, the decision-making mm. process a little bit smoother. It makes the scores up a bit at the end as well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mixes it. And who it doesn't like higher scores, yeah. eh? Well, no, no one. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could get them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trouble. Um, yeah, so kind of going on to the modules bit then. Um, you got any good examples of that off the top of your head? I've got a couple. So Everdale, that is... Yeah, that's it's modular, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of a mixture. So you've got the kind of bits that you can add They're in. quite chunky modules, though. I was yeah, going to say, yeah. it's, it's almost like four separate integrations, yeah. I think, rather than I mean, modules. With, right. with the Belfair expansion, I will always play it with that now. And that's just a tiny little... Yeah. Swap this for this. So that it replaces like the little... tree a bit out and it goes at the yeah, top, or is no, it? No, I still I like the tree. Remember. Curly doesn't like the tree, but I still like the tree. The tree's still there if I get in the corner. It. If I get Looking it. Looking shameful, going, well, I'm useless. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Belfair kind of module just bolted on the side doesn't. It doesn't affect gameplay. It just gives you a little bit more, a few oh, more spaces yeah. and swap two berries for a whatever, you know. Yeah. Kind of just a little bit of a sh shopping kind of a thing. Yeah. And you can happily play that with all the same original stuff. You, you wouldn't need any of the other expansions. You could just play it yeah. extra with that little module bolted on the mm. side. Nice. Well, um, I can't pronounce it. Bars of Tithanol? Is that the... the Tavins of Tithanol. Yes. Yeah, those modules. Are, it's You don't buy them separate. It's all in one box, isn't it? Yeah, so you're right. It's all part of the base. You, got, base. you get the entertainers and you add the shots that yeah. go on the bar. But they were all really good modules. Yeah, you got the, sh the snaps. I just remember there being lots of snaps entertainers. Yeah. Oh, what was that? No idea. No, I didn't put notes in that one. I couldn't remember. But yeah, because <laughs> that's what just bring, that's been to my mind, the modules in that one. Yeah, but technically that is your base game, but they have done an expansion, which I think is more modules. Yeah. So, uh, and it, the thing I always liked about that, if you put the two boxes together, the uh, the expansion is the roof of the bar. <gasps> so they thought about how to, to make like it look that. like on your shelf. I like that. That's oh, nice. I, didn't know that. I don't know which and way. Then you, and then you put it on its side. And yeah, it's and a, then it's rubbish. It's a yeah, yeah. Who puts their boxes on their side? <laughs> Looking at Adrian. <laughs> Are you a vertical store? Yeah, oh. definitely. Oh. You've got remember as well, I 3D print loads of inserts, so, so it, matter, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. fall out when you turn it on the side, which I know is a thing yeah. for people. But yeah, Queen Games tends to do a lot of... Queenies. Yeah, they tend to do a lot of expansions that add modular stuff in. Yeah. And I always... They've been doing it for quite a long time as well, and I've always thought that is quite a smart way of doing it. Like Pan, like not Queen Games, but Pandren for Gugong. Yes, mm -hmm. that was on my list. Is yeah. is an, is another similar one, and I think uh, I don't think it's Queen Games if I remember correctly, but Splendor has a modular yeah. expansion as well. Okay, the base one of that, and it is you know because it if you've got four modules, five modules in a box, the replayability, especially if it's like pick two. Replayability mm. on that does get quite high ultimately yeah. Yeah. for for a smaller output, but it doesn't radically change the game. So if you invite someone who's only played the base game along, you can throw them in. Can't here's you? a yeah. minute, two minutes extra explanation of yes. this module, and a minute, two minutes extra explanation yes. of this module, and that's what I quite like about those modular ones. But I can't say that I've ever really played them properly yeah. myself. But I do like the idea of them. They're normally the ones that I take a good look, second look at. Good shout on Queen Games, because, yeah, the Queenies that I've got for franchise, which, um, again, they're just tiny little modules, mm -hmm. but they, they just vary the game up massively. You know, uh, for those that don't know franchise, it's kind of like a 1960s, um, basically a, a mad map of the US. With lots nice. of routes and things going all over the place, and you're literally just doing area control and blocking and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it just adds like little modules of uh, like one of them is just literally a, a boom 
um, standy token thing that moves around and doubles your income. That's all it does, but it makes a difference. And again, like, just 10 seconds to explain yeah. what it does, really. And yeah. then it's like you turn, you move it, doubles your income. Got it. You know, that's it. Kingdom Builder, yeah. Alhambra. Like I've looked at their modules and what they add on, and they yeah. they sound really good. I've just never bought them because mm-hmm. I don't own the base game myself. But even I'm like, oh, if I bought the base game, I'd probably buy the modules. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. yeah, the other one that kind of springs to mind is uh, Teotihuacan. Hopefully, I said that right. Um, I'm going <laughs> with it. Say it again. Teotihuacan. <laughs> something like that. Uh, but that has all the expansions, the the pre classic expansion and the expansion period expansion, weirdly named, uh, are all modules. So you mm-hmm. can kind of just say, I'll have a bit of that and a bit of this and a bit of that, and we'll throw it in. Because it's me, I'll throw them all in. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Chaos, chaos JP. Yeah, just throw it all in, see what happens. Uh, although I've not played the uh, the expansion period uh, modules <laughs> yet. But I do love that game. That's always good fun. Um, cool. And then the errata, really. The only ones that I can think of specifically, other than what we mentioned, is uh, like Twilight Imperium, where they do uh, Codex. So they do a print, it's like a print and play expansion, yeah. air quotes, um, but they do replace or in tweak existing cards and they call it like uh, the Omega cards. So essentially go, you know what, we'll just tweak this power a little bit, we'll tweak mm-hmm. that power a little bit because again, through more and more plays that, that games had online, if you're spending eight hours playing the game, you want it to be balanced, mm-hmm. uh, ideally. Um, and... But also, they give you some new things in those codexes as well. Sometimes you get a new faction, uh, kind of new abilities, some more action cards, different things. Again, not not massive, and they're readily available for print and play, so that's quite nice. You did get a couple of cards that they um, told you to remove in Wingspan Asia expansion. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, four, I believe. Okay. Maybe one was removed altogether. Um, the, uh, the kind of starting bonus cards that you get. Where you kind of aim your game. Yeah. <laughs> but it's sort of, I think as they added more, you know, maybe. It wasn't a viable thing to go yeah, for. Yeah, that's anymore. it. And I think obviously, they've obviously been very, very clever with how they have added things in because you know how you've got the percentage of those cards that are. Yeah, they've tried to stick them the they same. Have, they have, yeah, yeah. So there's the only. Expansions. Yeah, there's only four cards that they said basically we've printed a different version, take the original ones out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's quite good considering how many extra birds that oh have gone my, into that there's game. Plenty of birds in that game. I had to get 550 sleeves after Did you? Um, Wingspan Watergate. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Cool. There we go, a lot of birds. Um, there's an expansion we haven't talked about. Go on. A big box expansion. The big box. So Yeah, the storage. And, so quite yeah. often they'll be like, oh, here's another module or something like that, and a big box to put it all in. Yeah. And that can be just as good as actually extra content, like, in all honesty. I like, like it. I do too. <laughs> the big empty box, I'm always a bit like, oh, okay, fair enough. And yeah. Some of them I bought and some of them I've skipped for sure. But yeah. normally if it's like, here's the expansion... And now we've given you an insert that fits the expansion and the base box and the secret expansion that's coming out next or whatever or gives you a bit of extra yeah. slot. I wonder what that slot's for. It's perfectly sized to put another expansion in. Those kind of boxes are actually quite yeah. quite good as well as an expansion. It's, it's quite good for... It's quite clever of the publishers as well because it's like you've got the big box... And now you've got an empty space. So you're going to release some of the yeah, You've got to get it. You're obviously yeah. going to get that. Aren't you? You've got to fill it, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't have a, the big box and not fill it I'll with have all a the little, stuff. A little gap. No, it's, no, no. It's quite clever, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good one, Adrian, because uh, yeah, that's an important one. I'm just thinking I've got a few of them. Yeah, I've got a few of them as well. So that kind of moves us on. 
Why do we get them? Why do we get expansions? Why do I JP get them? JP cannot resist it. <laughs> why, why do I get expansions? I what think, is it? I think it's really good that you've got a game that you like. So there's such a saturated market of games out there. It's really hard to kind of pick which one you want to go for. And yeah. they're really expensive. And I think if you really love a game, it's really nice if you've got a little expansion that you can add on to you know, maybe increase the replayability or the variation or whatever instead of having to research a whole new game. I like that it just kind of you know, enhances, yeah, enhances the game you know that you already love and hopefully doesn't change it too much. Mm, mm. But usually less than the price of a new whole game. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Depends on the game. Too many bones. What? Too many bones. Twilight Imperium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think we mentioned at the beginning, the, the reasons I think I get them is definitely that completionist. Yeah. And it's hard. I have to wrestle with this a lot. And I think I've got better on, on some of the games. Um trying not to just automatically get expansions as soon as I've bought the bloody base game which I've done like I bought I the base game I bought the expansion and think you haven't played it yet I don't yeah. know if you like it yeah. um, and and it just need to not do that and just literally play the bloody base game see if you like it if, if so and you play it enough times then then look at it that's the important part is that and I feel like I'm building a theme here right because I've talked about the same like an expansion feels about right when I get to six games if I've played six games of something then I normally feel like I've got my value out of that base game and I'm probably going to play it more yeah and at that point I normally go right now I'll buy more content or change how the game plays slightly or something yeah. like that with an expansion and that's when I feel like I then will get that because I've proved to myself it's worth it it's worth yeah. it and sometimes I don't and sometimes I'm like oh I love this too much it's going to go straight in or whatever and I'll mm. buy it but for the most part I wait for those six yeah. games almost in and then I'll go right now I'll get an expansion or now it's time to sell it on and then I don't have to buy an expansion I think you're more rational than me I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I, in, especially in the earlier days of the the, the, the gaming career uh, as it were um I would just want to rush to get mm -hmm. to get the yeah. game that yeah. had the expansion in, yeah. and I'd always be like, "Oh God, I've got to play the base game because I've got a new player, and I really want to play this module, or I really want to play this expansion, and and just kind of get everybody to that position mm -hmm. as quickly as possible." But obviously, when you're coming in new, the last thing you want to be doing is, "Got I've got to learn the base game, and then I've got to learn the expansion yeah. or two expansions that we've thrown in just to catch up," because you just you're already behind, mm. aren't you? Uh, and I know I'm guilty of that You've massively. Done a few times, yeah. I am guilty of that. Yeah, I've done that to you. I always remember saying to Tick, "You'll be fine, mate. You'll, you'll get, you'll, <laughs> fine. you'll yeah, get okay. used to it. It's fine." And Just watch this forty-five minute yeah. video, yeah. and then these fifteen-minute video <laughs> expansion teachers as well, and you'll be fine. It's the wrong thing to do, and I know that. And I know that, but sometimes I'm a selfish git. I remember the game. What was the wine one? The wine one, which one? Viticulture. That's it. When you yeah. feel expansion, I played it before. When you feel, I'm gonna put this expansion. Yeah, that's it. Was fine. You'll be fine with that. <laughs> Just watch this video like you just said, yeah. then watch the video, then, then watch video. the testing video. Yeah, okay, JP. I didn't have the cheeses in. <laughs> no, so I, I haven't done that yet. No. I didn't have it at the time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was out of print. I don't know, I think... Sorry, some... I played it once and that's fine. <laughs> Sometimes that can be okay. So my first introduction to Lords of Waterdeep, as we've mentioned on the podcast before, was at 11 o'clock one night, day two of the convention, knackered, but yeah. still had all the other bits in. And I think, I can't imagine what that game would be like. It would be a definitely pale in comparison experience without... Uh, skull 
Oh, so I don't know what scoundrels expense scoundrels Yeah, scoundrels that, scoundrels I've never ever looked at the extra box because they're just it's all just mixed in. Yeah, so I can't imagine. You, you know it is that's Lords of War. The, that's the base yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's 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 what complexity does it set that game at? So JP likes complex games yeah. and then likes adding complexity yeah, on top yeah. of it. And so therefore the entry point of those games very is high already then. high yeah, anyway. Absolutely. And then you're adding in more complexity, yeah. which is where I think that sort of comment you've made of "ah, oh, shouldn't do this." Whereas yeah, I, I know I Lords of Waterdeep is. Very much more lightweight, yeah, yeah, and then when you add the expansion, it yeah. takes it to light to midweight. Yeah, I, I can't, for having only ever played it with, I can't imagine that it would be more complex or any any less complex, really. It's, without it, definitely builds that game up again. Yeah. If your if your entry point into the hobby was Lords of Waterdeep, then yeah, you'd probably get a few games of it before you decide to put the expansion in, but because yeah. it is. It's not very lightweight, but it is on that lightweight scale, that just above entry level almost weight, then adding that expansion in brings it up to where we as a group generally are used to as a a weight and a complexity. Yeah, you've surpassed the the kind of the the weight and you've played heavier games. So coming back to Lords of Waterdeep plus expansion is like, it's easy. Like, you know, you're not going to struggle, but some players absolutely will. But I think one of the reasons why I do it, and I've done this in Twilight Imperium as well with the Prophecy of Kings expansion, which I you know I really love. I, I like. I can't play it without it, right? But sometimes we get new players to the table, and there's a part of me thinking probably should leave that out. And I kind of think I don't want to because this is a game I play twice a year. Yeah. And if we leave it out, I've got to wait six months before I try it out again. <laughs> does it know? make that much of a difference having that having I not mean, played either of the versions? It, yeah, it does adds enough. Yeah, it adds more like, well, it adds, it's a 4X game, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the X's being exploration. Um, so it just it helps add a bit more oomph to the exploration. Okay. Gives you a bit yeah. more uh, things to go after in terms of, uh, you know, cards that you're drawing and artifacts and relics that you're getting. But also, the, I think my favourite bit about that whole expansion is the fact that every faction now has like heroes and leaders and different it's unique more asymmetric than yeah. it was okay, before okay. so it just gives you more to lean into but Christ almighty if this is your first game so it must be overwhelming I played it on my third game and even I was like I don't want to be do- like I don't <laughs> want to add this stuff to it already like <laughs> but yeah it's, it's, it, but that's the example I kind of go to but it's I suppose it depends how regularly you're going to get this game to the table. Yeah. So if it's, you know, you're not going to get the game out for another two or three months, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, oh, I really want to try it. Um, but equally, you want new players to have a good time. Otherwise, they'll never play it with Otherwise you again, and then yeah. you won't get to play Otherwise it. Otherwise, might, they might bounce hard off this game yeah. because, you know, you've put the, the, the complexity racing up too high for them mm. to, to get in, to even understand it. So the other example, which I have taken my time over, and I've been very good, is Tracarion, right? Because <laughs> Tracarion, I've got the big box, right? And one of the, the main expansions in there is Dalgard's Academy, which I know ramps the damn game complexity levels up. It's already heavy. It it's not heavy. A, a medium game. It's a heavy game. But I've purposely taken my time. It's like I'm on a date with it. <laughs> taking my time. Big, really slow with Tracarion. <laughs> You're only holding hands it. at the minute. Yeah, only holding hands. Not got to any heavy petting. Uh, <laughs> but no, just literally just just taking each game as it goes. And we've thrown a little module in here and that there, but nothing too too major. Um, but yeah, we kind of kept it because I just know that. Pff, that's yeah, gonna... My clash in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's that. But yeah, that. Why do I get them? I, I just love them. 
but I have got better, I think. I think I'm probably, oh, I don't know, T might be, I was going to say, I'm probably the more selective yeah. Becky will buy everything, especially <laughs> yeah. if you recommend it to her. Yes, yes, that's, <laughs> and that J- is true. JP's the completionist. Yeah. I've, I don't, maybe it's just that I've been in the hobby longer and I'm the, the yeah. grumpy old gamer at this point. Or <laughs> You've what gone I don't around the know, circle, though, I think. That's a, yeah. You're further around the curve than we are. Poss- po- and so possibly, but yeah. the one that I remember distinctly thinking, oh, no, I don't even want, I've played it a ton, but I don't want the expansion, was Baron Park. Oh, that's interesting. Because... I played it, and the, the expansion. Yeah, the it? more bear, the grizzly bears, or yeah. whatever it's called. Bad news bears. Bad news bears. And there's, mono- yeah, bears. Bears. there's monorails. And there's monorails and all that lot. And I was looking at it, and I was like, I actually really like where this game is at right now. I don't want to add the expansion. Everyone's told me how good the expansion is, but I like the weight. I like what it takes. I like how easy it is to teach. All of that lot right now. I don't see myself. I'll probably enjoy the expansion, but I'm happy with it is where it is, and so I don't need to spend the twenty quid yeah. extra. Yeah. Mm. On the expansion, that was the first time. That was a few years ago. Good now. for you. Well, I ge- <laughs> genuinely was like, actually, there's a real reason. I've played it a ton because normally, if I've played it a ton, I'm like, well, I might as well buy the expansions. Then. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of my qualifier. Is if I get six games in and it's still there and I'm still enjoying it, then it's probably worth investing a bit more money. And that was one of the first ones where I got to six games and I was like, nope, no, nope. I'm happy with it as it is. The game to me is good enough. Holds up, stands up. On the base game, I don't need to buy You're not bored else. of it? No, still happy to play it. I don't play it every week or anything like that, but play it a few times a year and I'm just happy with where it is. And this is where I like I see you guys like rushing out and it's like, you've not even played a game of it yet or you've, you've had one game. Yeah, I want to play it with the expansion now. But did you go through all of your routes? Did you try different ways of winning? No, I just fancy it with the expansions. And I think, oh, I remember those days. No, it's shiny. So let's talk about some of our favourites then. So I'm going to look at you, T, because I know mm-hmm. you've got your sheet in front of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what, what expansions do we like recommend that where you think, wow, that changes the base game, would never, ever play without them? I'll go with the Outer Rim one, the Unfinished Business. Yeah. yeah. thought that might be That'll be list. the first, yeah. that's my top one. Not because tops. I just read it. I yeah, just no, no, no. Yeah, so, yeah, it'll be my top <laughs> one. Yeah. Talked about it highly before. Really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's one of the definitely one of the expansions that I wouldn't play the base game with that again. Without, it's a bit like World's War Deep now. I just would not do it. Uh, the Manchester Madness Second Edition, all those expansions are... Really yeah, all of them. The, all yeah, of them. the mansions well, are yeah. really good, aren't they? I think it's one of those things. It's like I won't buy an expansion unless I enjoy the game. Yeah. I have to play the game, and if I love it, I'll get expansions. It doesn't matter how much it costs, how what's it going to be. Yeah, I'll just keep going, and I'll keep going. So yeah, yeah I mean, some of them aren't as good as others, but yeah, no mansions is really, really good. Um, Horrific Journey is one of my favourites, I think. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, but um, I've got all the all of them. I mean, that that's what the game should be called. Horrific journeys. Yeah. Just because that is literally what you're going yeah. through. You're on it? a horrific journey it's every time. Is. It's all going yeah. wrong. So save the day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, and it's like um, Marvel Champions again. Yeah. You, yeah. It's so one of those things. I love that game. So now anything that comes out, it's mine. So wait, Becky, what, what, um, what, what are the classics or, or good expansions that? I think really Terraforming good. Mars. Now, I only ever played Terraforming Mars with the expansions. Which ones? Hmm. There's quite a lot. Okay. So I didn't add them in the box, and because I've only played them from you know, Our from already mixed together. Yeah. Um, the one that adds the colonies. Is colonies. that called colonies? Colonies, colonies. 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 Yeah. colonies yeah. Um, prelude, you guys. Prelude, really prelude. like those. That's like an auto-include. Prelude. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I don't know what the other ones add. Like I say, because I only ever pl- I've only ever played, played with those in. Yeah, you so. can play them. That's all you ever play them. You can play the Hellas and Elysium. Oh, okay. Is that just new maps? Just maps. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we sometimes don't tend to play Venus next. I don't mind it personally, but it's is that the one that adds all the kind of it's another politician politics side. Okay, so we don't play with that one either. Yeah. And I do like turmoil, but not every time. So I like turmoil when I think, you know what? I want to get punished uh, and play terraforming Mars uh, because that's essentially what you're up against it with turmoil. You're just getting docked victory points every round, but you have to kind of manipulate the political seats and stuff. But I quite like it. I, okay. But it's not something I want to auto include. It's just no. if I fancy a flavour twist, yeah. I will add it in. Not all the time. Not think, all yeah, the time. A couple of times here and there, it's really good. To yeah, like it. just refreshes it up and. Mm-hmm. Changes the strategy of the game. Yeah, Mansions of Madness, like Tambo said. Yeah. That's just... It just has more stories, doesn't it? Yeah. You could still play the, the base with the base thing, and I don't think it would change the game, but it, replayability is just out of this world. Yeah. Ha-ha. Um, dog Park, maybe? Just more dogs? I mean, it doesn't really change it. It just adds famous dogs. Famous dogs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Famous dogs? Famous yeah, famous dogs. dogs. Yeah. Is Lassie in there? Yeah. No, I did see Lassie. I haven't actually looked I don't think I, I did look through them because I sleeved that as well. Oh, after, yeah. after the wingspan hideousness Christmas water spill, I thought, right, this is it. I'm going on a sleeving mission. And I never thought I'd be a sleever. What was Tintin's dog called? Snowy. 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 Yeah. Don't, don't snowy snowy in there. I, I don't I, I know. I just shuffled them in. <laughs> I didn't even bother reading them. I don't remember seeing any famous dogs no. in our place. But the, the yeah. dog park, like I said, the dog park, there's loads of them. So yeah. come in, there's only like a little uh, stack yeah. of coming to them. You might not even, you come, might come, not come, even yeah. come up. What about you, mate? Um, I've mentioned one of them, and it's the game I always mention. It's a wonderful world. Taking it from five to seven players is the big part of it. So for me, it really rivals Seven Wonders in order to do that. You have to get to seven players, really. Yeah. So I think that was one of those extra player ones where you have to add the extra deck. The extra deck is a little bit more of added complexity, but to get to those extra players, it's worth it in, for me. Um, so yeah, so that was a big one that I really enjoyed. Um, and then Hogwarts again, because Hogwarts is kind of legacy. You don't destroy anything, yeah, so it's always yeah, replayable, yeah. but it is that kind of you open a box at a time. And yeah. Yeah. Adding those extra boxes. So I've just got the, the Monster Book of Monsters. Um, and now we just sometimes mix that in to play a random game. But really enjoyed adding those in. I haven't bought potions with the fifth player that... You will never use. will never use. <laughs> I bought potions before I actually bought the base game. Because oh, I knew really? I was going to buy them all together. And yeah. I saw that one on eBay really cheap or... or... It somewhere looks, really, it looks really good yeah. it, yes <laughs> whereas monster book of monsters really just adds more of the same okay the, the potions thing adds a whole crafting potions yeah, sideboard so thing we haven't played any either of the expansions yet so, we decided to be good this time and eke out the gameplay so yeah, we're going through all the, all the and years and then add yeah because yeah. you do it year by year i yeah. think it's worth doing it that way yeah. Um, and then yeah most of the other expansions have just been sort of more of the same and so I don't know that I'd really recommend them as such they were just yeah I'm glad I've got them sort of thing fair enough what about yourself me I Gene Imperium Rise of X I need to play that That Rise of X is I didn't think it would add much but oh my god it does like for what it does it, it, it twists it around a little bit you've got the little technology tiles that you you kind of acquire gives you a little engine shall we say to power you in different directions but actually i think my favorite thing of it is this shipping track i know it sounds dull but the shipping track yeah, where you kind of put, you push up this track yeah. 
and then you take the action to kind of take everything that you've got to the level and below. So you're suddenly getting these like massive, yes, I'm getting all these things, troops and everything. Just that is just yeah. brilliant. But does it yeah. sink to the bottom again? Or is yeah, it sinks to the yeah. bottom, yeah. and you're all the way back like up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when do you pull that token back? Do you get to right to the top, or do you do it early? Do I need a little bit now? Yeah. Or do I want a lot later? Just that little <laughs> little decision is like, ooh. And obviously you get more cards, you get more options, you get this, that, and the other. Um, I really like what it does, and I can't ever see never playing without it, to be honest. The Immortality, haven't played, can't comment, that's coming soon. That's that one. Uh, Star Wars Rebellion, so the rise of the Empire, for me. Oh, see, I've not played with that. Yeah, so for me, again, would never not play without that expansion. It revamps the combat, it turns it into what they call cinematic combat. don't know why it's cinematic, but it's basically just more rolling dice. But it's just the, the combat mechanics just... Uh, better in every way. Um, the other one, uh, Anachrony, Fractures of Time, mm. for me, oh, just love that. I love an Anachrony anyway, mm. um, but the Fractures of Time just makes it adds this blinking mechanic where you can essentially you put your your exosuit with the worker in it out on the board, and you can kind of teleport it uh, around the board as well at the same not the same time, but you kind of get more use out of. Of your workers and, and exosuits so yeah I really really enjoy that one nice. but you know I like them all to be fair um, <laughs> and I could probably talk about expansions all episode but we probably should wrap so this many. one up there's so many there's so many but I mean if we're going to wrap this up it's like are expansions vital no they're not vital at all uh, should you get them only if I think what Adrian you said I think that six game rule. I think I like that. Yeah, that's a good and that's a good metric. I like play that. Play a game, play the base game six times and then see how you feel. And if you're getting the game out that much, yeah. then that could be over two weeks, it could be over six months, it could be over three years, depending on your rate of play. But yeah, if you get to that point and go, you know what? I'm done with this now or I feel like it needs a refresh or I feel like it needs something and give it a go I'll try and listen to that it's, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those again you know I don't stick to it yeah. like, vehemently I'm, I, like I do like it's just a general rule and you know Kickstarters can buck that as well quite a bit yeah. although I've got wiser with that as well because I used to be the I'll go all in two plays later <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all in on the sales page now <laughs> whereas, my all in pledge is on sale yeah. whereas like a few of the ones I've got coming up I haven't gone all in on I thought I'll buy it and although it says it's only via Kickstarter, they're going to launch another Kickstarter with a reprint at some point, yeah. I'm sure, and I'll pick them up then if I really like it. Yeah. So There we go. Expansion's done. <sighs> there we go. There we go. So we're hitting turn four, where normally, normally we'd be doing question time, right? Yep. normally but we've actually decided to switch this segment up a little bit and we're going to change it so but firstly i just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's sent questions in and you know if you want to keep sending questions in please do because we still like to get them and we can still maybe bank them up a little bit yeah. and answer them down the line or something exactly them can, in every now and again we can do something with them but we thought we'd change this segment up and um we're actually going to call this badly hexplained games so just a little bit of fun something that kind of breaks the episode up where we Literally, will basically explain a board game very, very badly to see if you can guess what it is. So that's we, essentially what it is. Are we doing like a bell or a? I can have no, a bell sound just... effect. No, you can just talk. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what you want to do. So I've got one. 
if you want to give it a go. Okay. Are you ready? (laughs) Hopefully, you might get it. Maybe you won't. So I've got five families send their members into tall, thin structures to meet important people, ransack local forests, whipping servants whilst evading the church's watchful eye. That's what it is. Do you? Yeah, I think so. What are you, Adrian? The tall, thin structures, lighthouses, wizard towers. That's kind of where my mind was going, but I I can't think of it off the top of my head. Bait? No. I don't think you played it, so that might not be good. Have I played it? Don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Go go on, Becky. I might have the title wrong, but I... Is it Lorenzo or Magnifico? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've not played it. Yeah, so... And because you've got your stupid cousin who's an idiot. Stupid cousin, well, it's a stupid yeah. stupid cousin that yeah. you have to take round, isn't it? You, yeah. He has to be, you know, um, chaperoned everywhere. Yeah, because he's useless. Yeah. Yeah, he's a zero and he's like, yeah. oh, I can't go anywhere without a servant. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he can kind of sneak into the towers when other family members are in those towers. So it's basically towers. If I'd said towers, might have gave it away even more. I think Becky was on there. Yeah, I've not. I don't think any of us have played it. Have played it no, time. I haven't played it. So yeah. Becky's played it. Um, I thought you might know of it enough to know what it was. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I'd throw it in. And maybe your listeners who Hope, have played it. I bet it. you there's a few of them going. Yeah, of course it's, it's that. bloody Lorenzo, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, I thought I'd start it off. I think Adrian, you've got one. Right? I've, well, I've got, so I started as soon as we He's came up with 17. this idea. I was like, I'll, I'll throw a few together, but I'll put the, the one out. Um, yeah, go on. So in this game i am going to produce different goods of varying porousness okay and in the first half of the game i am going to try and sell them by putting them in water and when that doesn't work in the second half of the game i'm going to try and sell them by putting them in a large outdoor kettle Hmm. it's obvious that isn't it (laughs) come on (laughs) oh 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 uh i might know it uh, silence, silence. God, I have no idea. Do you, T? No. I... Can we give like clues? Can we ask clues? Uh, Becky might know it. She might give the answer, and then we're gonna be like, ah. Go on. Well, let's. Well, oh, my mind immediately said quacks of Quedlinburg. No. No. Darn it. Darn it. It's the poorest oh, thing. So, so some... things with holes in, well, like you... a sponge. Sometimes when I'm selling these goods, it's better just to, you know, pour some alcohol in the water or in the uh, kettle to sell it better. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. Yeah, that's really helped. <laughs> yeah, really helped. Um, um, yeah, I haven't got a pissing clue. No idea. No. Nope. No, I just might as well give it away. So it's Brass Birmingham. Oh. So I can sell ceramics which aren't porous. I can yeah. sell box goods, which are kind of porous, or wool, which is very porous. Yeah. So varying degrees of porous. <laughs> and in the first half, I'll sell them via canal. So I'm just going to put them in some water and see if I can sell them. Yeah, alcohol being the beer. And in the second half, I'll put them in a large outdoor kettle, also known as a steam train, and try uh-huh. and sell them that way. <laughs> very good. One well, game I've played, which I really want to play. Brassburn, yeah. very Brass good Burn, yeah. game. Mm, it's a good, good game. Yeah. yeah. It's quite thinky. It's a thinky bugger. I'm used to them, thanks. Yeah, you are. Yeah, we, yeah. We've trained you well. Um, but yeah, God, I wouldn't have gone there in a million years. I was thinking of like pummy stones and uh, to get anything porous, like rocks and things. Like yeah, that. I thought that would throw a few oh, people. Oh, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought there'd be people going, what on earth is yeah. that? And that's what this segment's about. It's about. So at home, if you got that, please email in and uh, let us know. <laughs> and if you didn't, well... 
join the club. Yeah. We, we didn't pretty much get it. But yeah, before we try something new, we'll keep throwing these. We'll probably keep it quite short and sweet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see how we go on see future episodes. We can get out of that. Teaser. See what it is. Nice. Right. On to the plant of the time. Right, it's the penultimate turn, guys. What are we excited about? What's coming up for you? Tambo, I'm looking at you. So okay, you all right, fair go. enough. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've got Frosthaven coming up. The date's been put in from Curly's put a date in. So What's that game? Never heard of it. Frosthaven. Frosthaven. Yeah, Frosthaven, yeah. 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 yeah, so really, really looking forward to it. So, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, I'm not sure what much about it well it's like Blue Maven isn't it but a bit, it's, it's bit more going on I think Blue Maven 2.0 because I've just put together the uh, folded space insert Yeah, is that the blue is it blue yeah, yeah. it's very nice actually it's yeah. a nice insert I wonder if they made it easy to set up um, the insert, insert you've got little player trays I can I can answer this question you've got little player trays um, which I think stay static so you do, yeah. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of pieces. When you say Ooh. stay static, what do you mean? Like, what, I you... think you have your little tray and it's Oh, like you a... pay off it with the decks and... Well, there's, there's room for cards and there's a room to put... I don't know, because I've never played it. I just Your helped... items and equipment. Yeah, maybe. I helped pop the thing mm. and glue the thing. Frosthaven, yeah. yeah. I mean, who's in the uh, Frosthaven group? Uh, me, Rob, uh, James mm. and Curly. Rob got on it today. Yeah, Rob got on it. Nice. He confirmed a date as well quite quickly as well. That's yeah, yeah it's, Must uh, be really well, interested yeah. to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's keen. <laughs> you can tell when he's keen because he yeah. uh, responds to messages. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there we go. Nice. Yeah. Little slight dig there, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he's used to it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> he calls me worse things. Yeah. I, I listen to the bloopers. On the bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice one, Frosthaven, for you. What about you, Becky? Uh, well, not gaming. I'm going to Disneyland Paris on Friday with my friend, which will be really cool. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Have so, you been before to Disneyland Paris? I have. I have. Um, wasn't the I didn't have the best experience, but yeah, okay. Yeah, this is a press trip she's been invited to, and I am going as her little secret squirrel plus one. So it's all good. <laughs> it's uh, all but, on expenses. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but gaming wise, I am uh, introducing the best game on earth to uh, a couple of friends who sounded really interested in it. Too many friends. Crocodile, oh, obviously. Okay. <laughs> Crocodile, obviously. So yeah, I'm taking my board around on Monday and. Uh, yeah, they're going to have a go. It gets to the point where I think crocodile is easier to take to people than too this many bones is, right? <laughs> Which I was just thinking in my head, like, yeah, if I had to take that anyway, what a pain in the ass that would be. With I mean, this board bot. is massive. I know, but still, <laughs> yeah. the trove chest, Your trove is, chest is, is, is heavy. Yeah. Mm. It's probably heavier than the crocodile board, to be honest. But I think it's easier taking a crocodile board round and sort of getting someone to actually flick a disc than trying to explain how good it is to people that have never seen yeah. it or had a go. Depends if you've got a, like a rig made out of ties that <laughs> tends to help in taking it somewhere. Don't right mock here. my box dragging system <laughs> with my shower curtain he, on he the edge of it. He tried it and got shot down, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. And then realised actually your, your rig was a hell of a lot more comfortable yes, than his crocodile bag. Yeah, his uh, special crocodile bag. My <laughs> original box, it came in with a shower curtain and lots of ties tied together. And it was more comfortable. So there we go. Are you taking any games on this uh, Disneyland Paris I'm trip? I'm going to take Cluster because it's easy. It's easy, yeah. I'm going to take um, Uno. Disney Uno that I have. Uh, <laughs> that's has to be, easy. Has to yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. Can you think of any other things that maybe I should take? What, what would you guys suggest? Well, how many? Is it just two of you? Well, it's the two of us, but there's going to be a group of people. So Zuli. Yeah, Zuli. I might be a little bit too... Like, you'll need a notepad and a pen. I mean, I will take it. I'm but... just, just trying to think yeah. of what packs up yeah. small, really. Yeah. So 
love letter. Yeah, well, love letter. Love letter, yeah. yeah. I, I made Harry Potter love letter, so maybe I should take my Harry uh, Potter love letter version. Yeah, Disney yeah. adjacent. Sort, sort of, of yeah. yeah, same same kind of ballpark. <laughs> I just got, um, because I, I just had like a couple of friends around um, uh, the other night, and I was thinking, I really need like a, a small box game. I'm just kind of not bored with the stuff I've got, but it's the same old stuff. Hmm. So I just got a uh, Scout, which is Anoint Games. Um, yeah, I've heard good things, and I've heard good things. And the shop sit down, did a, a little review of it and video of it. I thought, oh, it looks quite good as a quick kind of card game set to play. So just yeah. one. Uh, yeah, I might have to just take just because it's just so good. And then, to be honest, I can probably put all the rest of them in that box. You could. Potentially. Yeah. So maybe that's... That's the answer. That's the answer. That's there the we answer. Go. There we go. Nice. Adrian? Um, so this weekend is Royal Rumble weekend. And I'm a big... Royal Rumble weekend. Yeah, so it's wrestling, WWE. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I'm a... I thought that's what it was, but I didn't I did know if it's like something that you did on the side. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like that. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so... I, I'm kind of an on and off again fan of wrestling, but when I'm sort of into it and there's a really good storyline um, with the bloodline, as they're called, um, going on, and so I will be watching the Royal Rumble, but that disrupts my usual weekend gaming. Yeah. Okay. So I've managed to agree to bring it forward to the Friday, and I've also managed to agree that we'll get something off my shelf of shame. So I'm thinking after the Empire, where you build up a little castle and defend it from... Um, attackers that come in from different directions there's mm -hmm. a few nice bits and pieces on that um, so I'm thinking that's probably the one I'm going to try and lure people into playing but nothing confirmed yet see what happens just see what happens but they have said yeah we'll learn something new so absolutely it'll be something off the shelf of shame and I've got a few on there now because I've bought a few bits over Christmas <laughs> but yeah nice how about you well I've got a trip to Rome coming up nice. um, and I think by the time this episode comes out I would have been so How again, was it? podcast was time. It nice? yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was brilliant. Coliseum, amazing. Uh, so now I'm actually looking forward to to getting out there. I've taken the family, so the wife and the kids, and it's kind of part of my um, wife Shell's fortieth present. So her fortieth is still going on. Uh, you got to you got to make it last. Got to eat it out, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So now I'm really looking forward to that. We've got like four nights away. Um, you know, city break. I love city breaks. Yeah, it's good. You're kind of just milling around. You do a lot of walking, seeing things. Mm. It's just all exciting, isn't it? A little adventure. So getting to try all the food. So I'm looking forward to that. But gaming-wise, um, this week uh, I've got uh, Vinyas, which is the Portuguese oh. Lacerda game. Nice. That we uh, got to the table, or we'll get to the table on Wednesday. So second play. Um yeah, I really enjoy the first play, so just to see if I actually do better. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, just see how it works, really. So yeah. I mean, you cool. could do you could do a little tour of Rome by buying the Assassin's Creed game, yeah. where you can wander around well, Rome. I have then... <laughs> played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, yeah, which I think is the, the set one. in Rome. So I feel like I know Rome pretty well. Only, <laughs> only by rooftops. across the rooftops. <laughs> yeah. 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 The streets, not so much. No. But rooftops and yeah. what it looks like when you I, dive off the edge of the Colosseum. I yeah. love I love that game. Um, and Because that's the one where you can recruit all the assassins uh, and You could recruit people and stuff. to your team yeah. and all that. Lot they've got little the missions. Game. Just press the button and watch them all jump out of the alleyways. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, it's weirdly I've looked at the map and had that instant nostalgic um, kind of flashback of playing that game going yeah I know where everything is uh, but no can't wait to go should be good fun so there we go we got there cool. all expansioned out are we we're all finished yeah. and, and done so 
So this is my uh, last episode. Oh, it's gone really quick. It has. It's it does really, feel like it's gone really quick. I just felt like I started it and now I've, I've got to hand the baton over it's again. It's true, we are kicking off the podcast. Oh, you don't? You mean your last episode is first uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> You've let me back on. What the hell is wrong with you? Um, so no, we're handing over to uh, Davey, James Davey. He's going to take over. He's got some excellent content coming up, some new episodes. Looking forward to that. So uh, yeah, time to wrap it up. So you can get in contact with us via many different ways as always. You can get us on the Board Game Geek if you want to check out our episodes on there. You can email us at players at whoseturn.co.uk. We've got Facebook at Whose Turn Is It Anyway podcast. Instagram at Whose Turn Podcast. And of course, TikTok at Whose Turn Is It Anyway. I won't be back again. Maybe I will. We'll see what happens. might let you want another episode. We'll see what happens. Who knows? We haven't worked it out yet. But we'll be back again in two weeks. And until then, Whose Turn Is It?